Welcome back to the Shabbos Treasure series. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, and I'm here together with my co-host, Rabbi Samuel Ross. And we are delighted to be able to share a weekly idea that you can take into your Shabbos and upgrade and beautify immediately. Enjoy. We went through plowing, sowing, and now we are going to, it, reaping is really harvesting. So I think that's what Hayden was saying when you say you reap the benefit it's you 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 harvest the benefit I don't know I don't know what the normal English word for it is but it, it's cutting down it's 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 so that's what we're going to be talking about today now before you walk off and you think you know what what's that got to do with me I'm not a farmer I'm not reaping any oh wheat. come on by now they're all farmers Gilla. We, we, we're pretty much farmers right? well yes okay um <laughs> Perhaps not. Okay. Okay. And we welcome Aaron with us. Really good to have you with us. We enjoyed having you and Nicola with us last week. So okay. as you may have seen from previous weeks, is that even though it's something that sounds a bit obscure when you when you hear the definition, there are places where it comes up in our regular city life. Okay. So quite such things such as picking a plum. Is that something that you'd be allowed to do on Shabbos? If you have a plum tree or an apple tree or a pear tree or something in your garden. Are you allowed to pick a fruit off it to eat it on Shabbos? And don't worry if you don't want to take a stab at any of these. Maybe say no, but we, we'll get, again, we'll discuss the principles in a minute. So the first one is picking the plum. What about walking on grass? Can I walk on grass? What could possibly be the problem with that? Keep that in mind as we keep going. What about using a hammock, right? A hammock that's on trees. Am I Do, does anyone in English have a hammock? You know what a hammock is even? They not in the Caribbean here, right? They use it in the rain <laughs> uh, in the UK. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. You know, we're going to have to come up with another example. I'm thinking that accent. I thought you said a hammer. I was looking at Stephen. Is it that time of week? Okay, we are definitely changing the example. The example is a, a treehouse or a tree swing. Right? Tree swing, like treehouse. Can I ride a horse on Shabbos? Go horse riding. Can I smell a fruit? On a tree on Shabbos. Hey, Nicholas, there. Welcome. Hello. We're so excited to have you with us, Nicholas. And what we're discussing tonight again, we're not farmers, but some of the examples we're going to look at are picking a plum, walking on grass, using a, uh, a tree swing, riding a horse, or smelling a fruit on a tree. Those are some of the examples that we're going to look at over the next 15 minutes or so. Let's define reaping. We always try and define what we're looking at. So, reaping is the uprooting of a living plant or vegetable vegetation from its source of growth. Gilla, do you want to say that in better, in, in, yeah. in, in a more... In English? Yes. Yes, that's, that's okay. what we were looking for. So it can be an uprooting. Darren's laughing. Um, and either, it's, it's basically cutting off a, a living thing from its source of growth, right? So it can be... Give us an example, Gilla. It can either be pulling out a plant from the ground, or it can be snapping a branch off a, off a tree does anyone else want to give an example of something like that pulling a leaf oh sorry pulling a leaf is a Great. brilliant example someone Andrew else had something i think andrew were you going to say something picking strawberries okay great exactly yeah great uh, uh, uh yeah so that, that that's that's a really good example so again so i think we've actually managed to explain it but it's the uprooting or severing of any living plant or vegetation. What's vegetation? Vegetation, okay. From Something its source of growth. Like a vegetable. 
Okay, so I think we may have hinted at the, that answer laugh, to the, the first question, which was, can we pick a fruit from a tree? No. no. I think no. you, I, I think you can. Hmm. Hi, Mandy. No, <laughs> cannot, cannot, because even though, even though the, the, the tree is still going to stay on, but because you're you're the actual fruit, you're cutting it off from its source of growth, you would not be allowed to. So Hayden is actually correct with that. You would not be allowed to. Because again, just just to just to get clear, that is the growth, right? It's coming from from the tree. That's its but source. What, but what happens if it's partially on the tree, but it's got no hope of actually growing? So if that's you a have good a question. Lot, if yeah, you have question, a lot, some some will be heavily attached and some might sort of a half dropped or it might be not really attached. Okay, so the half drop, good question. So the th even the things that are dropped, we're going to discuss towards the end. We're going to see that even that's a problem. Um, even if it's totally fallen off, fell off of Shabbos, that's also going to be a problem. But even if it was dead, you still can't pull it off. The, the, we get, the, they're quite, like the, the, the term parameters are quite strict when it comes to taking something from its source of growth. Even if it's dead, even if it's fallen off, falling off, uh, we're still going to be out in any of those uh, cases. Okay, guys? Okay, so that's, so that's pretty much where we're starting from. We've got our classical example of, and, you know, Andrew's example of the strawberry, which is an example of the apple from the tree. Okay, but we're no. gonna, it's not just the apple from the tree, and it's not just the strawberry from the tree. Even if it's not coming from its original, uh, you know, like let's say a, a, a you know, traditional type of, of ground, I'll give you an example. To remove moss from damp, from damp wood, um, that it would also be a problem. So it's not just the apple from the tree. Even to scrape the moss off the, the damp wood would also be a problem. Um, now we're going to go back to an example we used a couple of weeks ago. Gilla, maybe you want to speak about seeds from a jar of water. Again, we're doing the, almost the opposite of what we did two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we spoke about making growth, right? The sowing. Now we're speaking about detaching it. Right, so you would not be allowed to take a seed out of a... Um a jar of water because that's where it's sprouting and by doing that you're cutting off its growth now we're going to ask them a question <laughs> we didn't even give this example earlier what about lifting up a planted pot from soil what do you say Stephen? we're not talking about putting a planted pot down we're talking about lifting the planted pot up no because you're moving, moving the earth aren't you right is it's it, 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 right in the house or out the house does it have holes in the bottom or not? Right, so it's a good question. You know, once you're outside, I don't know if it's going to make that much of a difference anyway, uh, but let's assume right now we're outside in the, in, in the grass. So again, so you, you, that is really the problem. You are uprooting it from its original source. Um, and, uh, you know, when we speak about original sources, you know, you think about, and I'm not talking about, yeah, catch up right now. You go all the way back to the beginning. What's the original source? Again, now doing number three. We're doing Malacha number three, guys. Why do? Why are we even worried about any of this stuff? Like, why? Why? Why are we even worried about this stuff? Like, who cares if we're detecting a plant from the ground? Like, what's the big deal? Let, let's do a little bit of revision here. Even in sixty seconds, what's the big deal? It's alive and growing. Great. And why is that a problem? Because you're disturbing nature. 
Okay, good. But let's look at the broader picture. I, I missed the first one, so I don't know. No, so I, 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 I'm not being clear enough. So let, let me be a little bit clearer. We're going back to everything that we're discussing here <laughs> is going back to our original Shabbos. That we have Shabbos that we keep, or we do the best that we can, or we try and grow into keeping it. Ultimately, as we saw in our very first session, it's always good to do a bit of revision, something so important. It's the source of blessings. All our blessings come from Shabbos. It is the root, it is the foundation of our belief. That's what Shabbos is. What we're discussing, whether it's muksa or whether it's reaping, what is cooking, it's all coming back to Shabbos. It's the foundation of our belief. Okay. Okay. Next. Okay. Let's discuss walking on grass. Gonna give the example of walking on grass. What do you say, guys? I say yes. It's fine. It depends how you walk on the grass. Whether whether you as long as you don't break it. Yeah. Correct. Okay, so that's, so that's good. So what would you expect? Would you expect to break it or not? No. Okay, so I think that's fair. So that's, that's, that, that is... You could push it down, but it wouldn't necessarily break. Right, so I think, I think that's fair. Under most normal circumstances, you're not going to break it. So under what circumstances might you break the grass? What do you think, Bev? When might you break the, break the grass? Uproot the grass. Uproot the grass. If you kick it. Good. So who, who would ever kick grass? Like, hello? Kids. Kids, maybe adults who are playing contact sports, maybe adults who are running around in long, long grass or long, long wet grass, maybe walking on delicate plants could, could uproot it. So I think, as Darren was saying, it does depend on the circumstance. So to walk in grass is fine, but by the time you're running in it, you know, I think, or playing Heavy contact football, that's going to be a little bit, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be tougher. So what you're saying is that you can walk on the grass, that's not a problem because it's not inevitable, but running, football, kicking, or walking My on walk. delicate grass is going to be a problem. De definitely there's going to be longer grass, yeah. All you're, right. you're going to, it's, going to, it's going to be problematic. You can play football on the grass. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. You just you just gotta be gotta be gotta be careful. You get you got longer grass and it's definitely gonna get kicked out and stuff. Not inevitable, you're gonna be okay. Once you're kicking and longer grass, you're getting yourself into trouble. Yeah, you're getting yourself into trouble. I, I, I again I think the cutoff maybe is longer grass. Um you, you won't find me playing football on grass in Shabbos. I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit more nervous about it, but uh, okay, you know, let's uh let, let's look at the circumstances, as Darren said, as it comes. We're going to have one end of the spectrum, the walking on the grass, to the other end of the spectrum, the, the hard kicking of, uh, you know, in, in, into long wet grass. So, so Rebecca, can I ask, sorry, so can you play football then? Could you play a football match on Shabbos? It's, it's, it's again, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a hard one. It's really a hard one. If it's inevitable that football's that grass gets kicked out when you're kicking it, you, you've got a problem. But is this what is that the reason why you wouldn't be able AstroTurf. to? Yeah, what if it's on AstroTurf? Yeah. AstroTurf is 100% fine. That's absolutely fine. So, so that, yeah. that is, yeah, if you've got AstroTurf at home and you've got fake grass, then you're, you're good. You can do whatever you want. To. Yeah. And I think there is. In an area. Yeah, okay. But I think, again, I think there's a difference between you exactly. kicking, you know, Hayden, you're kicking the ball around with no on the grass and, you know, 12, uh, you know, six foot one uh, teenagers kicking around at the grass. You know, I think. Yeah. Difference there. Hey, Hayden said, "Can you play a football match?" By that, does he mean scoring in competition as opposed to just kicking it around leisurely? Surely that makes a difference. I, I think it probably does. You know, if you're just passing it from one to the other, that's going to be okay. 
you know, I don't think you're necessarily going to kick it out then. But once you're kicking it hard, you know, it's uh, it's, it's a different scenario. It's a different reality. You got to you got to be the judge of that. If you think if you think that that is likely to get kicked out from what you're doing, again, if it's long, quite <laughs> you're going to have that. It's 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 more problematic. Yeah. So is that the only law why you wouldn't be able to play a football match? Uh, so I would think this, this is what we're discussing. It's, it's an issue of kicking out the grass. The same problem of, if you're running in long, wet grass, you're also going to knock it out. I think it really depends what the grass is. Okay. Because, I mean, I must be honest, I thought you couldn't, for example, play a football match, but I thought it was more to do with, I don't know, the competition or scoring goals. I didn't think it was anything to do with whether no, there, you there might, there, might, no, there might be other issues as well. There might be other okay. issues as well. You know, we've, we've seen in the past, if you potentially upset, uh, you know, if you're upset, that could be a potential issue. But let's say, you know, you're not going to be such a bad loser. <laughs> I think it's probably, you know, in, in terms of owning Shabbos, let's sort of enjoying Shabbos, you could do, you could, you could play a game, you could play a sport, you know, with a kid or, okay. or whatever it is. But the, yeah. the challenge, that, again, if it's outside the air of, so that's, so even if you kick it, it's the same as, as, as carrying it. So you've got a problem there. Uh, but the, again, the, the kicking out of the grass potentially is, is, is the real issue. Okay, thank you. Yeah, again, I think it, do, it does depend on circumstances. Okay, maybe, so again, may, maybe one final one for now, Gilla. This is our favorite one, kicking the pollen-laden dandelion. Does that, anyone ever done that? <laughs> yes, definitely done it. So, so, on, would you be allowed to do it on Shabbos? No. Now we've got these principles, it's a problem, right? Because the yeah, pollen's going to become detached. Okay, so I, I want to quickly review what we've done. And then we're going to see that this is actually, a, for us, this is a fairly unique malacha, a fairly unique one of the, of the, of the works, because there is so much rabbinical stuff that's connected with it. This is pretty much what we've done. Maybe I'll take a quick revision and get with some of the rabbinical stuff. <coughs> we've seen that reaping is really uprooting um, or severing a plant or vegetation from its source of growth. So this is going to include pulling uh, fruit out of, out of a tree. It's going to include moss from damp woods. It's going to take a plotted plant from soil. Um, it's going to include um, running on grass um, and, and, and like heavy <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so now we're going to see, Gitta's going to guide us through three, um, three different areas that were so closely connected to the concern of pulling out vegetation that the rabbis, really from thousands of years ago, forbade Three different, we're going to look at three different elements, um, sorry, uh, four different elements um, that, uh, the, that the rabbis, as a result of this, forbade. So, maybe okay, so the first problem. one is using a tree. Okay. Now, what's the concern there? So, the concern is that by using a tree, we would break off a part of the tree while we're on it. Okay. So, therefore, a tree is moksa to, um, to, um, Sorry, the, the tree is muksa to, to, to lean on. So can anyone think of an example? I think, of, by the way, I think we're shocking the people here. Did you hear that? A tree is muksa. Now we think about tree houses. I, I, just, I, I, I think we ought to like sort of slow down. So, so one minute, a, so by, by muksa, we mean um, a muksa to move it, not to touch it. So you're, allow, you're, you're allowed to touch the tree if you're walking past it. But leaning your body on it where, where it's going like fully leaning on it where, where where it might move it is would be a problem again this might be a shock to people but trees move because again the rabbis were so concerned 
Um, so concerned about, uh, you know, pulling out the... So, right, right, why don't you tell us what sort of activities would be okay and what would not be okay on the tree? So, for our purposes, there's actually very few that are okay. There are one or two, which I'm not going to go into tonight, which are, like, it's, it's, it's like, far away removed. But once you start getting into anything that's connected to a tree, whether it's a hammock, whether it's a tree swing, whether it's even putting your hat or your jacket on a tree, it's all out. Tree houses, they're all gone. Trees are like windows on Shabbos. To the extent that rabbis actually, thousands of years ago, made a fascinating uh, penalty that anyone especially went up was supposed to stay up there for the rest of Shabbos. <laughs> you think I'm joking? They gave a penalty. Yeah, if someone needs the bathroom, they can come down and, and it gets snowy, etc. But they actually gave a penalty for it. No. <laughs> Eddie, it sounds tempting. I'll climb up the tree until... Uh, and, until uh, Spend shove us up a tree. Oh, I yeah, shouldn't have told you that one. one. But, uh, it's yeah, brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so trees, We've got trees. no trees in our garden. Damn. Don't worry, I have plenty. <laughs> I'm coming round. Yes. No idea. Just remember, going up the tree is forbidden. So, we'll, we'll be there. We'll see you there. Yeah. Okay. Friday are we allowed? Are we allowed to come back down if we get up there before Shabbos? Um, if I, if no. I recall correctly, I don't think so. I think once you're up, I think you're in trouble. Anyway, so the first <laughs> thing that the rabbis added was the tree. Gilla, you've shot them about the tree. You want to get them? Give them the second shock. Um, right. So the second one is using an animal. Okay. So the the rabbis were concerned that if someone is riding an animal they would snap off a branch or a stick or something to prod the animal. So, um, um, so Rabbi, why don't you tell us what's, 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 sort of anim what's okay, what's not okay when it comes to using good, animals? Good question. So again, in case, I don't know how many of you do horse riding anyway, or maybe some of your kids do, I don't know, but that's out. Because again, the same sort of thing, they were concerned. Not on Shabbos. On Shabbos, it's out. It's out. You know, they're concerned that you are going to rip off, of, uh, you know, as Gideon was saying, rip, rip off the, a stick. And uh, it's part of the same thing. Just like we're concerned with going up a tree, we're also going to be concerned with riding an animal. Riding an animal is out, I'm afraid. Okay. And what about walking an animal? Are you talking about in terms of, let's say, to walking a dog or something like that? So, so the truth is we will get to um, animals later in the course, uh, but right now we're not discussing the walking of an animal. We're discussing actually physically being on an animal and, and, uh, and riding it, okay? There are some issues attached with, with, let's say, owning a dog, but there are ways to get around as well, in terms of the lead and, and the leash and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, we're discussing right now the riding of it. So there's, there's two final rabbinic uh, uh, decrees that they made. One was smelling a fruit on a tree. Again, for the same reason, we're worried you're going to pick it. We're not allowed to smell a fruit that's on a tree. And finally, actually, Darren asked this one earlier. Gila? A fruit that fell off a tree on Shabbos. Yeah. It's moksa. So if you know it fell off the tree, then we... Uh, on Shabbos, yeah. then it's Next week, we're going to have a look at what happened, um, you know, if it fell off before Shabbos. But this week, we're looking at fell off on Shabbos. Again, let oh, right. Okay. So only if you know that it fell off the tree on Shabbos. If it fell off before and you pick it oh, well, so, so, on Shabbos, good question. Okay, good question. So that we'll look at a bit next week because that comes a little bit into Malachi 4. 
Uh, right now we'll do number three. Good, good question. So in, in just a couple of minutes, let's very quickly do a revision. I'm going to do a quick revision on, on the basic topic and then get all quickly run through the rabbinic um, alternances of this one, which um, probably are actually longer than the biblical ones. So we, we, we're staying away from reaping. Reaping is one of the 39 forbidden works, which again is linking all the way back into Shabbos. We keep Shabbos because it is our treasure. Hashem has promised us with wealth and with blessings and everything if we keep Shabbos. It's the foundation of our belief. And how much of that only comes into this week's parish when we speak about parishes Yisrael getting of the Torah. Okay, so we're not doing anything which is detaching fruit, vegetables, or any of those types of things from its original source. No fruits off tree, no plants out of the ground, no uh, running on long grass, things like that. So that's the basic biblical concept. Now, in terms of the four rabbinic ones that we looked at. What were the four rabbinic um, laws that we learned that, that were connected to reaping? Don't go up a tree. Uh, yep. Okay, that great. Was so, the first one was great. using a tree, which would include climbing, leaning, against it sitting on one etc other three was um anyone remember animals riding an, an animal, animal. exactly riding an animal riding yeah. an animal exactly anyone else Picking remember something to do with that had fallen fruits that have fallen, fallen. Yeah. That, yep that is moksa the last one that no one yet said was smelling a fruit that's on a tree uh, let's quickly say what the four are just just to finish up using a tree riding an animal smelling a fruit that's on a tree and a fruit that has fallen off on Shabbos is moxa. So again, there's probably quite a few things tonight that you weren't necessarily heard of before, couldn't believe and imagined, uh, were included under a one of the one of the one of the malachas part of Shabbos, but there you go. And that's enough fun for tonight. Okay. Thank you everyone. Firstly, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to those of you that have reached out and told me how much you're enjoying and benefiting from this series. It means so much to me because sometimes when you're recording a podcast, it feels like you're talking to yourself. So when I hear from those of you that are reaching out just to let me know how much you're enjoying, it means so much to me. Thank you so much.